You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, have you ever read The Merchant of Venice by Shakespeare? Yeah, check this out. The quality of mercy is not strained. It droppeth as the gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. That's pretty. Ow! The hidden Shakespeare trick. The Seattle Mariners. Ain't baseball great? Works every time. Well, you know, we've, we've talked about the guys that we didn't get, that we're the big marquee guys, the guys that we're going to go into the Mariners team shop and Stitch God would be... Uh, stitching their jerseys up and where, you know, people are lining up for these, uh, you know, road blue jerseys or the, uh, the city connect jerseys, these marquee guys. Yeah. We, we didn't grab one of those guys, but we still got Julio. We still got our young pitching staff. We still got big dumper. I think like the guys that really make the biggest difference in the teams when it comes down to it are, you know, those, those, uh, those, those good, good, good players that kind of go under the radar, right? Yeah, absolutely. Those sneaky pickups, you know, that win you games that you don't plan on winning, that do certain things that aren't, you know. The difference the, the makers. T- yeah, they're difference makers. The exactly. difference makers. Let's, call, let's call them difference makers. Carlos Santana, difference maker, right? You know, like guys, yeah. guys like that. He certainly was for us, exactly. So I'll just start this off. There's a couple of different makers out there that I, you know, would be interested in. Yes, we heard about J.D. Martinez taking a picture of the, uh, you know, the clock, the marquee of the Pike Place Market. Uh, turns out he was in town for possibly, uh, what is it, a golf thing? I have no idea. If I was going to make something up, I would have said he's probably on his way on an Alaskan cruise or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there was somebody that said there's some, I don't know what it's called, top flight golf or something that people learned that come to Seattle for. And I was like, why would people come to Seattle, though, to golf in the the middle of the winter? Um, I I, I don't know why he was here, but, yeah, it it definitely got everybody going. Um, Yeah, J.D. Martinez would be okay, but I think we're more in the market for a left-handed bat. I could see you grabbing a right-handed bat if you were committing to, you know, getting having Kelnick in the lineup more often and maybe not against lefties to try to bring him along a little bit more. But for me, I feel like one of the top guys that I would like to get is uh, Michael Brantley. Yeah, he would be he would be a nice piece to add. Um, there's like a combination of four guys, you know, that you could mix, mix and match. Uh, like you said, J.D. Martinez, Michael Bradley in the outfield, maybe Conforto. 
And uh, there's one more guy I know you'll talk about. But, yeah, it just kind of depends on if we could sign two of these guys maybe or something. It depends on which one to then decide on the other three or other two. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and by these difference makers, you're not signing the five years, you know, three max years, right? We're talking two years, probably one year, you know. Uh, another guy that I think is under the radar that you could still put out in the field could be a good leader. Uh, another one is Andrew McCutcheon, you know, right? Right-handed hitter, could play left field, could take some, uh, you know, stress off of uh, Kelnick if we're keeping Kelnick in there. Uh, what do you think about him? Hey, I never thought about him, but uh, he's one of those players that, you know, might not sound great at first or you feel he's washed up or something, but he can definitely help. I would welcome him to the Mariners for sure. Yeah, and I, we've talked about Conforto. Uh, Andrew Benatendi is still out there. That's another guy that we could sign, but I'm sure that he's looking for, you know, the five and more uh He's in the five or more crowd. Yeah, and probably wants, you know, that $100 million plus contract, yeah. Yeah, uh, I I feel like Michael Brantley would be a good guy to get. And, you know, I, where I also want to segue into the, this is, uh, you know, we've, we've – We've kind of said, hey, we want this rotational outfield DH, right? So Brantley would fall into that, right? Yeah, he would fall into that. Him and Conforto, I would say. Um, probably Conforto a little more, or probably Brantley a little more, since he wouldn't play the outfield as much. I would consider Conforto more of a guy you could put in the outfield a little Absolutely. more than Brantley. Oh, way more than Brantley. Yeah, and, you know, and then the DH thing, like you said, if we were just considering a DH thing, I know you brought up J.D. Martinez. I would put J.D. Martinez and Brantley in the category, you know, a little bit more that way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they all – it just – it hopefully pull these guys and then make it work out. You know, I wouldn't see pretty much a, a Brantley and a J.D. Martinez signs. You know, you would choose one out of those guys, but – that's just my opinion. Yeah, and look, look, both McCutcheon and Brantley are 36 years old. Brantley's war is 3.4 if you're into war. Andrew McCutcheon is 1.8. Uh, there's another guy, Matt Carpenter, but he's left-handed, right? I don't, I feel like if you're going to grab somebody and do that thing with and trying to bring along, you know, a Kelnick, uh, you're probably going to get a right-hander. Um, so, that's something to think about. And like we were saying, the outfield position seems like that's where the ideal situation is for Scott and Jerry and the rest of the Mariners organization. They want to have this rotational DH. Fine. Fine. I'm okay with the rotational DH. Okay. That, that, that sounds good. Everybody needs to get off their legs someday, but we still need the bat in the lineup. But just a little hypothetical food for thought. What if we did it with a different position as the heavy rotational to DH? Why does it have to be the outfield? Why does it have to be the outfield? Why couldn't it be at catcher? Why couldn't it be first base again? Like we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, you know, Bell, Josh Bell coming here and uh, Ty France and him kind of sharing first base and DH 
a bit, kind of worked with Santana and him. So sure why, did. why couldn't that be a thing? Uh, you want to get crazy? You know what catcher was available that's got some boom that also can play behind the plate? Is an everyday player and going to get paid like an everyday player and should be an everyday player. Former Mariner, let me get crazy. Let me get nuts. All right, Mike Zanino, hear me out. Hear me out. You could have him and you could have Raleigh in the lineup. That is some boom. You also can share the catching duty. Yes, we have Tom Murphy. We've got his bat sitting right over here I'm looking at. Brought it up on the trip. But what? just just, just hear me out. What if we had a Zanino big dumper kind of like share? You keep, you keep dumper a little bit uh, fresh. You don't need to sign a Zanino to a big long contract. Maybe get a, a big one or two year deal. Uh, Zanino obviously can handle his pitchers behind the plate. He's a great defensive catcher. Just, just hypothetically, could that work? Yes, it could work. The only thing I think it could, I just can't see it working with the M's having three catchers. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, because of Tom Murphy and I don't know what his value is to anybody. And if it even makes sense. And that's that's my only pushback there. And, I mean, Zanino, I mean, you're always complaining to me about batting average. I mean, the last time I looked, it wasn't great. But he can hit the ball to the ballpark. So, I, I got what you're saying there. And he can catch. But, to me, it's the whole three catchers right now. Yeah, I know. But if there was going to be another spot besides outfield, and okay, we're obviously not doing the first baseman thing right now. It doesn't look like it. Uh, and you're saying no to this catcher. How about the utility position being better and part of the DH plan? Because right now we got Colt Wong at second base. You know, And the answer is, hey, he's going to be somewhat of a platoon with Dylan Moore. A Dylan Moore who in the last couple seasons, a little bit disappointing at the plate. I know he kind of, you know, finished up strong here last year, but he did have an oblique injury. He did have an oblique uh, surgery, and he's, uh, all accounts, going to be ready to go by opening day. But, you know, with oblique uh, stuff, you, you never know when that's going to flare up or how that's going to affect somebody. Ask Teoscar Hernandez. Um, so with that being said, I feel like people don't like the sound of that being the platoon there. But what if you added somebody like, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, Brandon Drury? You know? Hey, I, 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 I would have liked us to pick him up at the deadline. I think he's a guy that should be on this team. I think he definitely improves this team, like you said, as a utility guy. Yeah, he plays all over the infield. Uh, his from what I've read, his most comfortable and natural infield position is third. Uh, Gino Suarez got practically no days off last year other than when he was hurt. Uh, he could sub in for him, rotate Gino into the DH. Um, I like it a lot. He can play first base. He can move out uh, Ty France here and there. He could be a pinch, hitter, pinch hitting right and bat off the bench if he doesn't start or play DH. He's, he, he's a He's a guy that I would like to see on this Mariner team a lot. 
Yeah, he was talked about quite a bit last year because I, I believe he was on the Reds, right? And he also played on the Blue Jays, but it was going to be one of these situations where we got another guy from Cincinnati. But yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's a two sixty three career hitter, which which is great. You know, two point six WAR. The guy plays a lot, doesn't get hurt. Um, silver Slugger, um, only thirty years old. Uh, you know, born in Grants Pass, which I just drove through last week. He also is a right-handed bat. So, I mean, you get a combination of him and Wong and being able to, you know, get one of these guys through the DH spot, Suarez, just like you said, and have him go play these other positions. I think that would probably, not so much just a hypothetical food for thought uh, talk, I think that is something that the Mariners should pursue. Because I feel like, hey, it's great having these utility guys, right? And we had, uh, you know, Demo, and we had uh, Toro, and even even Haggerty. You know, Haggerty kind of gets has kind of gotten lost in the conversation a little bit. But that's great. But I also feel like you can upgrade at that position. You don't need to just be like, hey, we throw in a guy who, you know, can play every position, and whatever we get out of him on offense is a plus. It's like, no, why don't we get somebody that can hit, that can impact the lineup. Also, and give people days off. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and what I like about him is, I mean, he had a career year last year, obviously, but then getting traded away at the deadline and going down to San Diego in a pennant race and in the playoffs, he did not stumble down there. He played real well, hit some big home runs in the playoffs. I mean, so that shows me that he can go to other places that, you know, it wasn't such a fluke. He was playing in that small ballpark in uh, Cincinnati. He's a right-handed hitter. It's like he, you know, he's finally figured it out, you know. So, I mean, he'd be a great upgrade. I mean, even if we were to get him and, let's say, just a solid DH and J.D. Martinez, I'd be happy with that. Or if we were able even to add, like, a Conforto or a McCutcheon or uh, a Brantley. You know, if we were able to get that utility guy, a DH and an outfielder, I feel that's improving our club, and that excites me as a Mariner fan. Keywords, improve, upgrade. Jerry? And remember, you can't score any runs unless you get some hits. All right, now let's get a hitter up there. You kid, what's your name? Ruth, sir. Ruth, Ruth, what? George Herman Ruth, sir. But my friends call me Babe. Babe. Another Babe Ruth. Well, step up to the plate, Babe, and maybe swat out a few. Hey, Turk, chuck a few in to the next Babe Ruth. When you've got a well-known name, people expect a lot. You don't fool around. We've got a beer named after the city that means beer. Old Milwaukee. It's a tough name to live up to, but Old Milwaukee is one of the fastest-growing major beers in the country. Tell me, babe, you don't happen to know any kids named Gehrig, do you? Old Milwaukee beer tastes as great as its name. 